Okay. I'm number six, and this is the New Prisoners Podcast, and I'm here with TMP contributor Chris, horror movie guy, Graves, and our own John Henry. John Henry, would you like to say hello to the people this week? Hot diggity damn, it's been an exciting week. Uh, sorry I missed you guys last week. Um, we have a lot going on. The FTX saga unfolds. Holy shit. Did they have their tentacles and absolutely everything? Uh, you know, full on money redirection through that organization into, I mean, anti, you know, COVID medication that actually worked, hydroxychloroquine. Uh, I mean, this guy's mother, it is fucking unbelievable uh, what we're doing utilizing FTX in Ukraine or we're doing, uh, you know, funneling money not only back into democratic coffers, shit to suppress us and steal our freedoms, but not only that, but, um, you know, that, that sloppy-titted fuck that ran that organization also donated to seven Republicans that voted to impeach Donald Trump, uh, including uh, McCarthy. Uh, you know who they've been pushing to be the Speaker of the House. Speaking of the House, the Republicans officially win the House, which makes me feel a hell of a lot better. Um, man, it, it, they're still counting votes in Maricopa County, which is absolutely fucking mind-boggling. I mean, American Idol can count 17 million votes during a commercial break, but we can't figure out how to do that shit in Maricopa. Um, when you look at it, there is a tremendous amount of people that we know now that their votes were not recorded. And apparently there was a technician that went to the polling locations and only after he departed did those issues start to take place. So that's been interesting. Uh, Nancy, well, Nancy's not going to uh, you know run again. Um, and uh, I'm perfectly okay with that. Uh, I would like her to uh, crawl back into the fucking abyss with the rest of the swamp creatures and get fucked because she is a disgusting, disgusting lizard person fucking demon. Um, not only that, but let's talk about the Biden family in investigation. Uh, look, I don't know if anything's going to come with it, but I got to tell you, I just love hearing those words. Yes, we are investigating Joe Biden uh, for his dealings uh, with other countries, including China and Ukraine. Uh, speaking of investigations, we figured, hey, why don't we go ahead and investigate Trump again? You know what? That being said, let's go ahead and have a special counsel. Uh, you know, the FBI director, uh, Ray, is an absolute filthy piece of garbage, and I have had enough, and I believe that the people have had enough, too. Uh, speaking of Donald Trump, Donald Trump is reinstated on Twitter. Uh, there is a full-on liberal meltdown happening globally right now. The irony is he won't tweet because that will then, in turn, be the absolute end of Truth Social. Uh, so I'm hoping that we see people like Project Veritas and, um, you know, the, the real Toria Brooks. And there's a lot of people that I really want to see back on Twitter. Uh, welcome back, Jordan Peterson, which is an absolutely amazing thing. So it'll be very interesting uh, to see what Trump does with his reinstatement. Uh, I figured we'd at least get a shitty tweet that said something along the lines of, uh, follow me on Truth Social. So, uh, you know, that's yet to be seen what takes place. And last but not least, Ukraine bombs Poland, kills two people, and says that we should start World War III against Russia because of it. That's an interesting one. <laughs> These topics and many, many more. Back to you, number six. Thank you, John Henry. And on to this week's monologue. I drove through a whiteout this past week. For those not familiar with driving in the snow, it's when there is so much snow in the air that you can't see very far ahead of you. When you're in such a situation, it takes a certain level of faith in the mechanics of things, both inside of your control and out of it. 
Do you feel like you are in the driver's seat? Or are you sitting in the back, hoping to make it to your destination? It's hard to accept the responsibility of taking your own life in your hands, especially when the path you are on is not entirely clear. It's hard to have faith that the traffic in front of you will keep moving when you cannot see it. It's hard to have trust in your fellow man to make the right decisions. So why do we give someone the keys with the track record of Mr. Magoo in laser tag? After this past election cycle, I would hope that all of you will consider taking the wheel as much as possible from now on. We need to give each other a little space out there too. When we all cluster together, it can end up in a pileup. That's how I view our modern cities after this past election. A pile of wreckage that is waiting to be hauled off for scrap. The mechanics of civilization were not respected there, and the results will be calamity. Stacks and stacks of dependents hooked up to the electric, water, and sewage grids. Living in recycled chemicals from industry. So steeped in it that it comes out in your piss. This isn't how we are intended to live. And it shows. Our system of government emulates this because it is, it is it emulates it as well because it is built on a foundation that is unstable. Whoa! Thank you. It's unstable because it isn't supposed to work. Centralizing power doesn't choose progress, individualism, or even basic rights. It chooses more power. So if you are to live unnaturally and give an unnatural amount of power to people to keep you alive, then all that you can expect from that is failure and death. The energy grid is a battlefield. So is the supply chain that fulfills most of our needs. And we have an extension cord plugged in on our enemy's side of the fence. This includes the massive banks behind the current wars, the inflation, and the reset we are witnessing now. In order to move forward as a culture, we have to be able to grab the cord and pull it from the other side. But currently, most of us don't have anywhere else to plug it in. The future of liberty is self-sustainability. We have to be able to guide ourselves through life, even when the only certain future is what we can see a few feet ahead of us. Take the wheel and become a free man. And that's this week's monologue. So, uh, Chris Graves, I have lined up this week a, um, a block for January 6th update, and I'm going to jump right into that. And I'll jump back to the panel to get some comments on these things. But uh, number one that I have set aside for us here, gentlemen, uh, this is from, get the fuck out of here. It's from the East Bay Times uh, under national politics. DOJ announces special counsel for Trump-related Mar-a-Lago and January 6th criminal investigations. Now, this is from the CNN.com wire service. So, you know, there's great pieces of shit working over there. Um, attorney, thank you, sir. Uh, attorney General Merrick Garland on Friday appointed a special counsel to oversee the criminal investigations into the retention of national defense information at former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago Resort and parts of the January 6th 
2021 insurrection. I like how they keep throwing that term in there, even though it doesn't fit. Why do they do that? Well, it says, um, both investigations implicate the conduct of Trump, who on Tuesday declared his candidacy in, a, in the 24, uh, I'm sorry, 2024 presidential race, making him a potential rival of President Joe Biden. <laughs> Based on recent developments, including the former president's announcement that he is a candidate for president in the next election, and the sitting president's stated intention to be a candidate as well, I have concluded that it is in the public interest to appoint a special counsel, Garland said, at the Justice Department on Friday. Now, after that, Jack Smith, uh, the former chief prosecutor for the special court in The Hague, where he investigated war crimes in Kosovo, <laughs> didn't get anybody on our side, I don't think, right? Um, douche. Douche. Will oversee the investigations. Uh, Smith, it says, has built the reputation as an impartial and determined prosecutor, Garland said. Mm. And Trump has sought to paint the investigations, it says here, as politically motivated. <laughs> I don't know why he'd do that. Including at his Tuesday presidential announcement where he said he was the victim of a weaponization of the justice system. Now, speaking at the America First Gala at Mar-a-Lago on Friday night, the former president called the special counsel appointment an appalling announcement and a horrendous abuse of power. Shouldn't he be mad at Dr. Frankenstein for uh, using electricity to bring him back to life? <laughs> it's Frankenstein, but yes. Um, <laughs> all, right, all apologies. <laughs> now it says the Mar-a-Lago probe burst into public view ooh, when the FBI executed a search warrant on Trump's Florida resort in August. Trump went to court to secure an order requiring that a third attorney review the materials seized in the search. Documents marked as classified were excluded from that review by an appellate court, allowing further use in the criminal probe. Investigators have also brought witnesses uh, before a federal grand jury that has been impaneled in D.C. in the probe. Mm, probe. The prosecutions of those who <laughs> physically breached the U.S. Capitol, and here's the juicy bits, I guess, for J6 stuff, have been the most public aspect of the Justice Department's January 6th probe. And those will remain under the purview of the U.S. Attorney's Office in Washington, D.C. But behind the scenes, prosecutors have subpoenaed scores of witnesses, they say, close to the former president for documents and testimony in the probe. And in quotes, it says, I intend to conduct the assigned investigations and any prosecutions that may result from them independently and in the best traditions of the Department of Justice, Smith said in a statement Friday. The pace of the investigations will not pause or flag under my watch. I will exercise independent judgment and will move the investigations forward expeditiously and thoroughly to whatever outcome the facts and the law dictate. You know, I was in a uh, a warrant cover band called Subpoena, and I was the triangle player. Yeah, that's amazing. Thank you, sir. Now, it says under investigations heating up, according to multiple sources, both the Mar-a-Lago investigation and the January 6th investigation around Trump are aiming to gather more information and bring witnesses into a federal grand jury in the coming weeks. Lovely timing there with the announcement, right, John Henry? Now, also, it says prosecutors sent out several new subpoenas. Oh, new stuff related hey, to both are, investigations. Are any of those subpoenas going to be the people that were complicit to have federal agents? No. Um, participating? 
Yeah, I mean, when the fuck are we going to see those? Because I just have had enough of this. Yeah. I've had enough of the bullshit and the conjecture and the fucking nonsense and the witch hunts. We now know that there were federal agents that were orchestrating this entire fucking sham. I mean, when is enough is enough? I'm so sick of this shit. I'm sick of the special counsels. I'm sick of the fucking witch hunts. I'm sick of all of it, man. I mean, you want to talk about them trying to, you know, execute the art of misdirection, but they're so bad at it. They're so bad at it. No, it was that guy. He did it, right? If you remember, how much did they talk about Ukrainian and Russian collusion with Trump? And what do we know now? Full fucking collusion from the Democrats. Full collusion. That's what I want to see. Isn't enough enough? How many times do you have to fucking strike out? Last I checked, it's three strikes and you're out. But they just want to continue to go and go and no, those don't count. Those don't count. Those don't count. I mean, my patience has been so fucking worn thin with the sham. All of it. It's just, it's disgusting. It makes me fucking sick. John Henry, sorry. with yes, with, ba- with baseball, isn't it uh, four balls and you got to walk or some, something like that? I believe so. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Wait, so they should walk? Wait. Keep on That's walking. <laughs> I mean, there is Wait. something to that, Chris Graves, because like they keep pitching these wild pitches at Donald Trump, and none of them seem to be crossing the plate. Like, yeah, who's who's catching? Like two two um uh, what? Twice he's been in he's been what impeached, and they didn't have evidence in either case. Like, I, I don't know if there's All precedent it, for that anywhere. Stormy Daniels. Oh, just fucking stop it already. Well, and Do you they- remember when Trump, after, uh, when he was when he was actually doing his little rally, uh, it was on TV. It was after the, it was found that he had no Russian collusion whatsoever. He actually used the F word uh, <laughs> in a press conference where he was like, fuck them. Do you guys remember that? Oh, you should have. I mean, that shit bankrupted the people around him. I mean, if you want to know why the people around him suck so bad and why they're all all so corrupt, it's because, like, anyone else that tried to work with Donald Trump got bankrupted through lawfare. Well, let's be be honest, though. Like, he was surrounded by deep state people from the beginning. Oh, yeah. And it was his own fault. Oh, do-do-do-do-do. Hold up. This just in. We have a live update. Project Veritas has been reinstated on Twitter. Back to you guys. Oh, nice. And that, that's actually a perfect segue into this. <laughs> Sorry. Do, 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 do. Yep. Uh, this is from the New York Post I pulled earlier today. It says Trump officially back on Twitter after nearly a two-year ban thanks to Elon Musk's user poll. Mm, poll. Now it says Donald Trump is officially back Oosh. on Twitter after Elon Musk said in a tweet Saturday night that the former president was going to be reinstated. Now Trump, who's 76, was banned from the social media platform after the January 6, 2021. There it is again. Insurrection. Uh, and guess who he will not reinstate? Mr. Alex Jones, who is also a puppet like Mr. Trump in my well, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on this article. There's not much there. And uh, fucking Oof. New York Post for saying insurrection anyways. Fucking scumbags. And they weren't great during COVID either. But um, let's, let's, let's talk about that. People being given a pass for free speech on Twitter. Um, people like Donald Trump, Babylon B, Jordan you're Peterson. E- you're either free for free speech or you're not. But Alex Jones, though, still not being able to be back. Now, now uh, nobody here. I don't here, like the guy, but you think, know what? Yeah. He should have a platform. It's free speech. 
Yes. The irony in, in us having this conversation about January 6th updates is when you look at the Trump ban, I'm going to read his two tweets on January 6th. And this is why they immediately banned him. They did not want this to be public information. Here's his two tweets. I'm asking for everyone at the U.S. Capitol to remain peaceful. No violence with with an exclamation point. I remember, remember this. Yes. We are the party of law and order, respect the law, and our great men and women in blue. Thank you. His next tweet is, please support our Capitol Police and law enforcement. They are truly on the side of our country. Stay they- peaceful. And they kicked him off immediately. I remember this. I'm not a Trump. I'm not a Trump fan, but he did tweet those out, and they suppressed it. Of course, absolutely correct, sir. Because you can't push the you know the narrative of him inciting the deadly insurrection when literally it's calls for peace and no violence. While I'm, dude, I can't take this fucking Ray Epps video because I saw it again today. Hmm. On the day before and day of of him screaming, you have to go in the Capitol, and he's out there fucking around, jerking off in his uh. Please tell me, I've been Colorado out of the loop. His John Henry, home. John Henry, I've been out of the loop for a lot of reasons. What Ray Epps video that just came out? Well, there's well, it didn't just come out. It's just there's two separate Ray Epps videos that I was watching today. The one is the day before, and he's literally in the middle of a crowd. And he's saying, I hate to say this, I might get in trouble for this, but we have to go inside the Capitol tomorrow. We have to go inside the Capitol. And the whole crowd around him is yelling, boo, boo, fed, no, boo. And this whole crowd of people is booing this fucking guy. Then subsequently the next day, he's there with the bullhorn screaming, we have to go in the Capitol. We have to go in the Capitol. You know, and then they paint this guy, as we've talked about on the show, as some sort of fucking victim you know, that has had his life impacted in a negative way when he was genuinely inciting violence and fucking breaking into the Capitol building. And I just, it's, it's, it's so fucking insane to me. I found, I I can't believe anything. There was an article on Ray Epps. Uh, It was either an article or it was video uh, on some, I forget what the source was, but it had something to do with, People were taking pictures of Ray Epps and his wife, I believe, at uh, in Colorado. In yeah, we Colorado. talked about that article on the show. It was a fucking puff piece about how he's somehow a victim. He's in he like he's in an RV that's like yeah. a hundred, like a two hundred thousand dollar RV, yes, and correct. he's a victim. Okay, exactly right. Yeah, that's what, all right. Yeah, because he couldn't continue to live in his home in Arizona because he was being uh, he was being attacked and and people were being aggressive towards him. Fucking oh, shit. Exactly. Well, gentlemen, we have some Rumble rants already on Rumble uh, from a channel called CL Report. Uh, that is the Critical Liberty Report from our friend Lisa Belanger. Uh, Lisa! Lisa! Could, yeah, Lisa is, is, is here in the chat. Um, Lisa could not be a part of tonight's show. She's dealing with some recovery stuff. Uh, but what she will return, don't worry. Now, uh, she says, well, because we're going over the, the January 6th stuff, her first uh, statement is, the circus continues, and then followed by, for fuck's sake, then all roads lead to the lawyers. <laughs> yes, Lisa. <laughs> yes, Lisa. <laughs> and lastly, with it's all mind fuckery. Uh, absolutely correct and accurate. And thank you, Lisa, for for that, because uh, we can't agree with you more. There's no question of that. And Lisa's daughter has a new single, right, in her punk band, where it's FFS. For fuck's sake! Right? Yes. 
<laughs> you are correct. No, but uh, it, also we have uh, from it's uh, F W M M P L E. Uh, it says I'm seeing multiple sources. Uh, this is a long time listener, so thank you uh, for being here for the live stream. It says I'm seeing multiple sources converging on the theory uh, that Tether cryptocurrency is about to be exposed as a scam. Hmm, that's pretty wild. That's um, an interesting I, one. I think Tony Arterburn was talking about that a couple weeks ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, there's there's been a whole bunch of different cryptocurrency uh, scandals going on, including the FTX cryptocurrency. So, scandal. I mean, is there a bigger scandal? <laughs> I mean, at this but today, as we sit here outside of COVID, I mean, it's absolutely Brady, unbelievable. Right? It's Tom Brady, right? So that's yeah, Tom Brady and his, his great commercial with this guy. I mean, it's he unbelievable. And here's the great news: the great news is that they're going to be investigating them. Have you gentlemen seen who's going to lead the investigation against them? Is it Kenneth Starr? Scooby-Doo? No. Have you seen it? Freddy Krueger, Robert England, Mr. Bean. Mr. Bean, Rowan Atkinson. That movie was great. 1997, Burt Reynolds was in it. There was paintings, too. Keep going. Oh, we have another Rumble Rant update here. Uh, um, F. Uh, W-M-M-P-L-E. I don't know how to pronounce that, but it says, uh, rumors emerging now that Tether was part of the money laundering operation for FTX. No, tether, tethering, tethering is what Six was able to get me the Wi-Fi in this motel room with tethering of my cell phone. Yeah. So I will go against that with wholeheartedly. CL Report says it's created by the FBI. Mm. You're kidding. Well... Uh, I, I mean, who's investigating this stuff with the Democrats? Like, who would investigate uh, the, the Democrats? The investigation is Representative Maxine Waters, oh. who has multiple pictures oh. with her arms around this guy and literally videos of her blowing him fucking kisses. She says she would never tell. That That's who's investigating this. Maxine fucking Waters. And Robert Mueller, right? That All would the, be I, like... I is still alive. That would be like uh, Hillary Clinton investigating Jeffrey Epstein. Oh. That's what that is. I'm just thinking about Maxine For- Waters' Admiral Akbar like face right now. And it's just melting off of her. All I'm going to say worse. is frazzle drip. Thank you. Yeah, they're definitely on some shit there. Uh, Maxine Waters, of yeah. all the people to put in. Literally, that's a, listen to me, I'm going to say this again. Literally videos... Of her blowing him kisses. Kisses, right? No conflict of interest there, right? Zero. (laughs) None whatsoever. I'm sure this investigation (laughs) is going to be so thorough. So fair. And so, um, hey, I I would like to know, Lisa, if you're still out there, would you say there may be some bias in that? Please, please comment in the chat. (laughs) Um, I mean, you don't think she should recuse herself from that? Uh, you know, I don't know. This is like it's, when Mrs. You know, Doubtfire was... Uh, God, you know what this job. reminds me of? This reminds me of um, Katie Hobbs overseeing the election for Arizona. That's what this reminds me of. It's the craziest thing ever. I was going to say the 1993 classic blank check, but I agree with you. Uh, Lisa's response is, Maxie needs more lubricant, evidently. Perfect. <laughs> Thank Whoa, you, Lisa. Lisa. <laughs> It's this is what this is what happens when she hangs out with it. We're bad influences, folks. I like it. <laughs> I really like it. Or it's it. it's all Lisa herself. I mean, know. it's just it's insane, man. I, I mean, again, when you look at the places that including again, fucking send the money to McCarthy, 
seven Republicans that voted to impeach Trump. I mean, it is unbelievable what they have done funneling this money through Ukraine, through FTX. Folks, if you wonder why I'm so fucking frustrated about this, I want to remind every single listener of this, that is at least a domestic listener based out of the United States, that is our tax dollars. We paid for that. We paid for that. So if you're frustrated right now and you're pissed off about this conversation, you're pissed off about the election cycle and the lack of the red wave and the tsunami that ended up being a fucking little, you know, dribble in a puddle. Um, that's why. Now you know why. Ah, and then Mitch McConnell and the Republicans also preventing us from having a big win uh, during this election cycle. But it's our money. You know, you got to work every fucking day to make a living, do the best you can, live the best life you can, support your family, do the right shit. And just think about the fact that, you know, I mean, if you need a call to action, I want you to think about that 30% of your income. Think about how many hours of your year that you spent for 30% of your income to go to the United States government. And let's just say that that's, we'll call it, I don't know, that's just, we'll call it 1%, right? 1%, think about it, 2%, 3%, You very well may have worked an entire week this year or more to fund this bullshit. That's your fucking money. That's your fucking money. And now we're going to continue to send more over and over and over and just billions and billions and billions of dollars, you know, while Zelensky's making fucking music videos and playing around. And also he plays um, penis with a PA. He plays piano with his penis. You know what he also does? He also kills people in Poland by shooting a fucking rocket at Poland and killing people. And then this guy is trying to stir up World War fucking three. By coming out and immediately saying we need support, we need action against Russia when it ends up being a Ukrainian fucking weapon. With his penis. Fucking evil piece of shit. Well, it's I all mean, a show, folks. If if he relied on his penis to uh, shoot down the Russian missiles, maybe that's how the accident happened. We'll we'll, we'll touch upon that a little bit later. But um, I don't know. I, I, heard, I, I heard I heard Alec Baldwin was was over there yeah. and uh, sitting in the control room with Zelensky doing some uh, some hangs, some sweet hangs. Yeah, like Alec Baldwin. That's what, Alec, that's, what, that's what Alec Baldwin did when I worked at Video World in 2003 when it closed because uh, we weren't going to sell any more DVDs. Alec Baldwin played it. <laughs> Never mind, John Henry, forget it. I mean, he didn't think it was going to shoot a real missile at Poland, you know? Well, no, that was when Freddy vs. Jason came out on August 15th, uh, 2003. Uh, Alec Baldwin? I gotta go. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, moving on to the uh, first of the big four. And oh, before actually, we had a couple more comments here. Uh, I'm just going to. The big five, man. Pantera. Please include Pantera. Please. We're probably going to have to add a fifth segment now. Uh, but it says uh, from Fumple, it says um, besides the tethering stuff, it says um, most likely teams of Israeli and U.S. scientists develop Bitcoin to subvert authoritarian regimes and pay off sources in a hard-to-track medium. And he also goes on to say, but knowing, or he or she, I don't know, but uh, knowing the... Six, he's not he's not wrong because I've been doing research for our good friend Tony Otterburn. Uh, he has a book he wants to put out soon. And I actually came into some information about how the CIA is very seriously dabbling to the cryptocurrency field. And it's very 
Very scary stuff. Wow. And he goes on to say, he or she uh, goes on to say, but knowing the crypto geek culture of the 1990s and early 2000s, I wouldn't be entirely surprised if there really is a benevolent Satoshi. Hmm. Um, also, uh, Lisa says, QN Austin Powers. Awesome. Yeah, that's like the secret of the ooze stuff with Shredder. Remember Super Shredder at the end with the garbage truck? I was there. I was cheering. It was uh, like 1991. Super Shredder is pretty badass, Chris. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, on a positive note, because I'm like full of fire and brimstone today. Let's get it. Did did anybody see the woman slap the shit out of Emmanuel Macron? Ah, yes, I did. I did. Oh man, Um, that was. I might be able to find that video if you give me a. I've paid for such services. God bless that woman. I'll send it to you right now, sir. Yes. Um. Yeah, that was such a beautiful thing. I loved it. Slap the hell out of him. All right. Let's pull that up here. Slap it to base. Slap it to base. Oh, this is uploaded from Luke Rudkowski, too. Um, let me make sure that everything's good when I drag stuff over. No, it's not good. Let me pull this up in its own thing if I can. No, I can't. Oh, that really sucks. Um, give me a second here, John Henry, and I'll be able to pull it over. Um, in the meantime, let me do this. Let's let's move on to uh, the first. Let's keep rolling while you're doing that. I got some other cool stuff to talk about. Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, yeah this guy's got Lori Lightfoot. Like, Let me some Lori Lightfoot, man. Lori Lightfoot's, oh, yeah. um, you know, it's so you, unfortunately, guys, you know, we had this shooting, um, you know, at a gay club, and uh, and genuinely, it's it's fucking really sad. Um, not good at all, but you know, Lori Lightfoot talking about, I'm sick of this shit. How many people need to be murdered? How many lives torn apart until it actually stops? And you know, what's really disgusting is that now all these, uh, progressives and all these Democrats are, are talking about, this is because the suppression of, um, being able to mutilate children's genitals and putting them on life altering hormone, uh, therapies. These people are fucking sick, man. I mean, this is pure, pure, pure evil. And for somebody like Lori Lightfoot, who is in one of the murder capitals of the world, running that city that's full of violence and death, you know, to jump on her fucking soapbox and start running her disgusting. John Henry, why is this still a thing? Like, I'm very shocked at this. No, the genitals with the kids and everything. Why is this a fucking thing anymore? It's ritualistic, man. It's 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 ritualistic fucking evil. Nobody's doing anything about it. Like. I can't. Well, I mean, I'm that's of, not necessarily true. Hold on. Let's pump the brakes for a second. I'm out of the loop. Ron DeSantis in the state of Florida are doing some amazing things. And, and candidly, Matt Walsh is working with the fucking um, with politicians here in Tennessee. And they're rolling out some badass legislation to put a halt to this nonsense. Well, John Henry, can I just let you in on something that I found today, actually? There was a prisoner in Guantanamo Bay that apparently... During this prisoner's torture. Oh, oh come on. No, do you know, know what I'm talking about? Yeah, that Ron no, DeSantis it, was it, smiling and laughing. Good. Yeah, is it, no, no, no. Tell no, but not good if the guy didn't do anything. Like, ah, well, that's know. allegedly. No, I don't know what to believe. That's I, what I'm saying. I mean, I know he was in Guantanamo. I know a lot of people that should have had terrible shit happen to him got away yeah, scot fucking free. Yeah, but with 9-11 and shit, all that shit was based on bullshit, man. Uh, well, of course it was, but then subsequent well, why actions would, weren't. Yeah, but why are these people 
relegated to torture if they had nothing to do with 9-11. Like, uh, I mean, that doesn't mean they didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I don't know the case. I don't either. I just don't know. No, and I here's what either. I also know. The fact that DeSantis just cleaned fucking house and all of a sudden now he's this horrible, evil guy that's smiling and laughing while somebody's so being brutally tortured. I think it's all bullshit. I don't know. I trust you. So you think it's just a, a propaganda bullshit thing? Of course it is. Why hasn't he said anything before? All right. All right. Right, I, I admit that no, no. But if this guy was, if this guy was innocent, I would hate to here's think the that thing. he was tortured. Uh, okay, I'm just saying I don't know. I, I got it. But here's the thing. All right. How about Justice Kavanaugh? I don't know. Well, Enlight, my, enlighten no. me. I, I don't what know. I'm talking about is there wasn't a fucking word about him uh, raping a woman until he was actually nominated for the Supreme Court. And then all of a sudden this woman comes out and goes, I don't remember when it happened or where it happened, but I remember it happened. But she didn't say a fucking word. Not a single peep. For how many years? You're right. I don't know where, I don't know where the bullshit is. You don't think that this is, is this not convenient timing? It's kind of like, let's see here, Trump um, announces his run, which I don't necessarily agree with, but that's a whole other fucking conversation, okay? Gets reinstated on Twitter, and all of a sudden, we have a special counsel to go and investigate him again when they didn't find Dick when it came to them searching Mar-a-Lago. All right. Not only that, but also, we know now that this fucking guy did not incite violence or call for violence at the damn Capitol, man. It's all timing. And the problem is, they're so shitty at this fucking game. You got to admit, though, Rudy Rudy Giuliani, his right-hand man, saying combat by, uh, what was it? His words, combat by something. He said something, combat by something. Rudy Giuliani was more responsible for any kind of violence than Trump was. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I do. All right. So I, but, I'll but take again, your words. It's, it's, no, no. You but know, do you think this DeSantis thing is just a smear? Because I don't know. Total bullshit. Okay. Total bullshit. All right. I just don't want to. I just want to. Because I saw here's that, the thing. DeSantis has just become the, re, the leader of the conservative party. Yeah. Republican party. No doubt, right? Regardless of where Trump stands right now, DeSantis, what he just accomplished in the state of Florida, everything he's accomplishing, you know, not only that, but, you know, more chaos this week is what the fuck is Klaus Schwab doing at this G20 summit? You he know, was there at, too? He was a fucking keynote speaker, dude. I've been out of the loop. I apologize. I really He am. was a keynote fucking speaker talking about the Great said, Reset at the G20 said, summit. Well, everybody's eating Wagyu steak saying that people should be on fucking have a centralized digital currency and they should be eating bugs. And these guys all flew in there on their fucking private jets to Egypt, which, mind you, Egypt, you know, these people are so progressive. I know they're super supportive of, you know, of gay rights in Egypt. It's really great. Um, Just like Qatar that we're also I'm on fucking fire right now. Speaking of gay rights, here's Emmanuel Macron's right to get slapped like a bitch. All yes. Right, let's let's enjoy no, this, gentlemen. I guess you know, hold on six, six before you play that. I just want to let you know that these guys are playing on on people like myself who, when it comes to torture, I looked into a lot of that torture with, uh, you know, Abu Ghraib, Ghraib or whatever. Yeah. And are they just playing on our sympathies for that? Because of course, a lot of are. people were tortured that didn't deserve any Come torture. Come on, man. You got to remember, we're domestic terrorists. That's what we do. We do terrible, bad things. No, I know, but that's what my reaction is now. I hope I hope I'm not coming across like a, some blue blood douchebag, but 
that the whole America should not be torturing anybody. Uh, certainly not. And um, you know, speaking uh, hold of, on, Marco, this, oh. I fully sorry, John Henry, of I've, pedophiles, eh, sure, uh, rapists. Fine. But when it comes to nine eleven, well, I, again, I personally know look, that nine eleven Middle Eastern people that got it. Scam. I agree with you. Okay, but that doesn't mean that there also weren't fucking violent terrorists out there. No, they, I understand, but it's keep that in mind. No, but they're playing on people like me right now. Yeah, the sympathy story. Yeah, okay. of course they are. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. All the positive shit he's doing, saying, I don't give a fuck what they're talking about, the World Economic Forum and the G20. That shit that dies. It is dead on arrival in the state I of hate Florida. people like Cheney. I hate people like Cheney. So do I. But DeSantis, no, no, I, I mean, you look at it, that. everybody's getting fired up, man. It's reigniting the flame. And the thing when you look at the state of Florida is there are irrefutable fucking re- you know, evidences right. that state that his policies fucking work. What he did through the pandemic fucking worked. And people are right. flocking to the state of Florida to be led by a man of that capacity. So, of course, they're going to try to find some shit. He's a decorated veteran. Of course, they're going to find bad shit. During, during January 6th, they played on people like me, too. My grandfather died of supposedly COVID, so I'm, like, falling well, for it. I feel like I'm, fall, I'm falling for it all over again. But here's the difference. You you have friends like us that we can have this conversation. That's why I'm asking you. you. Everybody else right now is going, oh, my goodness, he's a, he's a bad guy. All right, so that's why I'm trying to make sure that you're telling me. Quit being a soft who could be in a soft little sissy. Number six, roll the video. <laughs> Speaking of soft little sissies, here's Emmanuel Macron getting slapped like a bitch. Yeah. Why are they wearing masks still? There it is. Yeah. I mean, yeah, let's 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 go back. So there's the hand and there's the yeah. I love that it was a woman too. It's fucking great. I love what is this Ricky Lake talk to the Speaking hand? Of, hey, are we gonna talk about masks in Canada today? I mean we can. Uh because let's do that uh, real quick. Yeah. California real too. Quick. Can we fire through that real quick? So yeah. now the leaders in Canada too. want people to wear masks again and inside of their houses. And also there is a call. Um, for people that are not vaccinated to now be treated as if they have mental illness. Oh, wow. I do, but it's not because this of the is, fucking masks. I mean, this just came out the last couple of days where literally they're calling that they believe that if you did not get vaccinated or you just weren't susceptible to the bullshit fucking scam, that you're now mentally ill and they should probably drug you with antipsychotic drugs. Oh, that's a my fucking perfect match. <laughs> Yes, I did. Save to this week's source list on Substack. So go to number six on Substack and subscribe there uh, to get all of this week's sources. What were you saying, John Henry? I've been rude. I've been rude. Fuck Canada. That's what I'm saying. No, but my mother's from Canada, man. I didn't say fuck your mother. I said fuck Canada. (laughs) It depends on how much maple syrup's involved, really. But um, P-mail bacon. Come on, guys. (laughs) Now, speaking of uh, Canada, actually, my our good friends, uh, the Richardsons, uh, it hit us up on Twitter asking to jump on their spaces. Unfortunately, we're live streaming here, so we can't do both at the same time. But I did that um, uh, interview with our good friend Lisa Blanger and our friends Dale Richardson and his daughter Kesha. Um, about what the, the speaking of torture, like the type of torture that they put them in in solitary confinement and in mental institutions, um, and and force them into these uh, uh, different situations where Keisha was uh, kept uh, 
poorly clothed and and in a wing like a dirty wing of a of a mental institution for refusing to wear a mask live there you in, go in wet noodle graves if you want to be a bleeding fucking heart there you no, are no i don't but i don't like the idea of torture I'm yeah sorry. you're like a fucking jellyfish no i'm what about jaws bruce bruce is sharp great white come on man. but everybody Did should guys, check out uh, that interview though uh that i yes. did before with uh about the torture just uh, what's been uh, since where we're talking about canada six, six. Um, where people can, people can find, find that, that right here on rumble and if they're listening on odyssey as well you could find that on odyssey too um but uh right here at the new prisoners we do an interview series and uh, uh i was lucky enough to have mr uh, dale richardson come on and explain what was going on in Canada, he was actually trying to raise the alarm about the um, ventilation systems because he's an HVAC expert and also an engineer and a very, very smart human being. So when he raised the alarms that the ventilation systems were not going to clear the room of COVID as they were supposed to um, because they didn't have the right mixture of air and other things going on there, that um, they went after him legally. Um, they went after him through his uh, divorce. Uh, they went after him through uh, robbing him of his freedom and robbing him actually uh, of time with his uh, young daughter, which was one of the more uh, emotional parts for me. But, yes, sir. I was out of the loop and I have to go back. I... I hate to say that I missed your interview with these people. What was your overall conclusions when you interviewed the people from Canada, the HVAC people? Overall conclusion was, is that Dale Richardson is a whistleblower and he tried to bring uh, attention to government, uh, at least mishandling, right, of, of, of funds. Because whenever these, these institutions we're going to pay for all these different upgrades to their ventilation systems, namely uh, dentist offices in and around uh, Saskatchewan, I believe, and uh, from the interview is a few weeks ago. So give my brain a break. But um, anywho, uh, when he brought up the fact that these things weren't going to, going to work, and he was told that to just go ahead with it anyways, to install faulty systems that made claims about ridding the air of COVID that didn't that you're willfully sending people into areas in which they will be infected. Because if you're in a hospital setting, if you're in a small room with somebody that's breathing out the aerosols uh, and they're infected with COVID, um, that definitely increases your likelihood of getting COVID. So if you walk into a building that's supposed to be filtered and, and of, of that air, you know, especially if people are being treated there with COVID or other, or other things, um, that, and they're not cleaning the air properly, like that's just... It, it, it's it's a scam like what it's really a there, government scam to get people to spend would, all this money that it's going to go to contractors and i'll finish um but it's what was their punishment what was the punishment for speaking out oh uh, dale was thrown in an insane asylum um and strapped onto the bed that i have on the uh on the thumbnail um his no, daughter was like also uh, not granted asylum here in the united states after she escaped canada because we let hundreds of thousands of people into this country no questions fucking asked as long as they're with an NGO that George Soros has his dick in. Um, but, you know, if you send somebody here that's escaping tyranny from 11 George million. Soros. Yeah. <laughs> 11 million, sir. Yeah, 11 million. Mm -hmm. With the piles of bricks during the riots? <laughs> well, that too. I mean, there, there's that as well. But we do have some updates here from our Rumble Rants. Um, uh, Sorry. Lisa says with a pukey face, Beetlejuice. Uh, I believe it's something with John, John Henry was talking about before. Yep. Nice fucking model. Nice fucking <laughs> model. Uh, she also goes on to say, John Henry, all politicians suck. 
which yeah, I would pretty much agree with in the most part. Um, and it says, which really You came- know what the, diff- the difference between a politician and a statesman is, Six? What's that? Je- Jesse Ventura brought this to my attention a long time ago. A statesman runs once. Fuck him. I'm glad fucking Chris Kyle knocked him out. He didn't actually knock Jesse Ventura out, and there was a whole litigation about that. Chris Kyle did not actually knock out Jesse Ventura. No, he didn't. Anyway, sued the widow of the greatest American sniper of all time. Fuck that piece of shit. I'd like to knock Jesse Ventura out, allegedly. (laughs) Anyway, if we could only make it happen, no, no. But what I'm going to say is Jesse. Chris Kyle lied about knocking Jesse Ventura out. You know why? Because Jesse Ventura was on blood thinners for Agent Orange. And all the witnesses that Jesse had during that trial said that Jesse was not bruised whatsoever. So Chris Kyle is full of shit. And I hate to say, I hate to break that to anybody out there. Oh, Grace, you better watch your whore mouth right now, Grace. Do you know what happened to Chris Kyle? You know why Chris Kyle died? Well, usually when you get shot multiple times, that results in some pretty traumatic injuries. Moving on. I have this. I'm just saying that I know that Chris Kyle lied about his thing with Jesse Ventura, and Jesse Ventura spent a lot of money fighting Chris Kyle's claims and actually yeah, no. won. No, his no, estate he won. and his fucking no. widow. Yeah, he yeah, won. he won. He, he should won. be fucking ashamed of himself. Why should he be Amer- American hero's fucking widow. Jesse Ventura was a was a hero. Fuck him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Now I know. Okay. All right. Now. I, all right. Mm-hmm. Well, to lighten the mood, great. it says it's funny because it's true <laughs> from Luke. No, Kikowski. I'm just saying uh, Jesse did not do anything wrong when it came to the Chris Kyle. We'll, thing. we'll have Chris to do Kyle a deep dive on that. Being a bullshit like. We'll have Chris to do Kyle's a breakdown full of it. Of shit. Oh, what? you take it easy there, Graves. Well, we why? all worked up. Why? Chris Kyle lied about killing people during Hurricane Katrina. Like he said he, he shot a whole bunch of people, black people that were uh, raiding people's homes during what the, are the you flood. Talking about you have now? no six. Do you not know what I'm talking about? Does anyone not know what I'm talking about? Chris Kyle lied about killing a whole bunch of people for no reason while when they were starving to death during Hurricane Katrina. I'd he say, lied about that. Well, I'd say the best method is oh to do a breakdown God. on it where we can I actually love you, pull John Henry, the, but what the fuck are we arguing about? That I mean nothing, because we don't have anything to look at. We're, I we're, have we're I having, sent it to Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries is gonna put it in Hidden History Three. Well, yeah. But again, like in what order. What are we even arguing about? Yeah, it should said. stay hidden because it's bullshit. Why? If Chris <laughs> Kyle's full of shit, he should be. I, I wouldn't take care. it too seriously, Chris. Oh, I, I am because the yeah. guy, the guy went out and did a whole tour about how he was such a great guy, like a hero, American hero. Meanwhile, he was, he was on Bill O'Reilly saying how he he fuck he was like. Gl- glamorizing the fact he was shooting innocent people like during Hurricane Katrina. And then he said he punched Jesse Ventura out. Jesse Ventura was just trying to get the truth about 9-11 and all the JFK and everything else. Like, what the fuck is, like, I, I, I don't know. This It's a sore spot because, like, I, I was following that the whole time. Chris what? Kyle was proved wrong. Well, again, again, Chris, it's okay. You can, we, we can, we can air those. It's on record. 
Well, yeah, but we need we need the record. That's the thing. Like that's yeah, what I'm saying. To, to be fair, to be fair, we don't a lot of shit <laughs> on the record that no, is fucking incorrect. No, we we don't have the record in front of us. Is all I'm saying, Chris. Please hear me. Like nine eleven is on record saying and, that Saudis nine eleven. Saudis have nothing to do with nine eleven. Fine, I will. But be, my point is that I'm not saying there wasn't no graves. planes. I'm not saying there was holograms i'm not saying any of that bullshit yeah we don't 9 11 i know for a fact is not what they told us okay. folks yeah. let me just right, i will shut I up want right this, now. I, I will want this to be a lesson to everyone hmm. i really love chris graves dearly yes and the point is we should be able to objectively disagree on things john henry i love you too and let's and just I'll move on still love this meathead yeah so that's the point of freedom in the First Amendment, as we can have these conversations, agree to disagree, and still be dear friends. It's a lesson to everyone, even yeah. when you're wrong. All right, moving on. <laughs> I think I think the best method <laughs> is to bring all the sources that we have for this for a breakdown in the future, just so we can jump into break it. Down, break down, you know, break down. With, uh, I don't know what came. I don't know what. I don't know what came across me, but you know what? John Henry is a good American. I will yeah. shut up right now. I just you like getting you wound up, Graves. Yeah. We, I, oh, no way. Yeah, I'm fucking... I'm, I'm it's okay. Hurting. No, we oh, know sorry. you've done extensive research on that topic, but the thing is, like, on this show, what we do, uh, you know, uh, other than other oh, shows do out this. there... Don't do this. No, 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 don't do this. Don't do this. No, no, no. I, I, I'm not saying he's wrong. No, no, no. We bring we saying, bring the sources to the people, so let's... let's I love you, what, that, Yeah, I love, love you too, brother. When we have, when uh, we have like, the time to jump into that subject when we can actually show our audience what it is that we're talking about, as opposed to, uh, you know, person A makes a claim, person B makes a claim. I love you. We can, like we can settle though. this with that. Yeah, I love yeah, you. It's there's there's argue. no torture in Guantanamo. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've now, learned my lessons. Let's move on. Let's see what Luke Rakowski says. Luke Rakowski says, um, Trump, I want the death penalty for drug dealers. CIA agents... Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Are we all in agreement the CAA or a bunch of scumbags? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yes. Thank you. Well, I love you all even more. Well, there yes, we go. Sir. And speaking yes. of which, you folks can find the lovely articles that Chris Graves sent to me. Um, this one entitled CIA Director. Duh, of course the CIA is into cryptocurrency. And along with um, the CIA is deep into cryptocurrency, Director Reveals. Um, you can find both of these articles on this week's source list. Now, uh, moving on to uh, the first of the big four here. Um, we will move on to the big five eventually. Thank you, Chris. The Pantera. <laughs> yes, for Pantera. Um, this is from uh, the Blitz. Uh, it says, Joe Biden under investigation for human trafficking. Uh, the Republican-controlled House of Representatives will investigate Joe Biden for a series of alleged crimes, including human trafficking, for which extensive documentation already exists. Reps so is the Dalai Lama and Mother Teresa, by the way. I'll send you these articles right now. Oh, that'd be perfect. Uh, Reps Jim Jordan of Ohio and James Comer of Kentucky uh, said at a press conference. Now, Comer, who is set to chair the House Oversight Committee, said whistleblowers have come forward excuse me, to detail how Hunter Biden and his relatives flourished and became millionaires simply by offering access to the family. All members of Congress recently received information on the Biden family's alleged corruption with national security implications from Marco Polo, a research group run by former... <laughs> I love how yeah. it's a... <laughs> they definitively say when Trump gets reinstated that he incited murder 
and riots and deadly insurrections definitively. And this is a legend. <laughs> yes. Yes, of course. I mean, this is how this is how the allegedly for two point three trillion dollars from Donald Rumsfeld to Alex Jones. Oh, well, it says that Marco Polo is a a research group run by former Trump administration official Garrett Ziegler that documented and indexed the contents of the abandoned Hunter Biden laptop. Now, Ziegler said after obtaining a copy of the laptop, Marco Polo investigators had undertaken what every single law enforcement institution in this country, especially and including the FBI, is not going to do, which is compile and release a detailed historical record of everything contained on the laptop Hunter Biden abandoned at a Delaware computer repair shop in April of 2019. Now, in quotes, it says, was Joe Biden directly involved with Hunter Biden's business deals? And is he compromised? That's our investigation, Comer said. The Republicans announced that the, that Biden and his family will be investigated for the following violations. Uh, number one, conspiracy or defrauding the United States. Two, wire fraud. Three, conspiracy to commit wire fraud. Four, violation of the Foreign Agents Registration Act. Five, uh, violations of the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Six, violations of the Victims of Trafficking and Violence Protection Act of 2000. Seven, for tax evasion. Eight, for money laundering. And nine, for conspiracy to commit money laundering. Now, besides the partridge in a pear tree, it says... All right. (laughs) Before you continue. Yeah. There's literally nothing more than I want to see this actually come to fruition. The human trafficking one, because all the other one, we know that's all real. Yeah. That's all 100% factual. We know that. There's so much definitive evidence. I'm sorry, alleged evidence. (laughs) But that one intrigues me, how they would come up with that accusation, with the exception of, obviously, I'm certain that Hunter Biden took prostitutes across either state lines or different countries or whatever it may be. Most likely, they were... Allegedly underage. Douche. Thank you, Chris. Um, now, it does say from our Rumble rants here, I don't think I got to this one, um, from Lisa, it says, which really came first, the special counsel plan or Donald J. Trump's 2024 run announcement? Yeah, those two seem to be running in, uh, in direct parallel with one another. Um, it's hard to tell. Now, she also leaves a link, which I'll pull up here in a moment. But after that says, uh, come hell or high water, I'll be back on TMP Live. Now I'm fired up. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Lisa. So now um, moving on with the the big four, uh, before uh, actually I, I switch over, one thing I was going to say about these investigations, John Henry, um, with the Republicans now in control of the House, is that um, I don't see much coming from this. Uh, I don't see anything really sticking. I see that this being a media play for the Republicans for the next uh, two years, you know, until the presidential election. I don't see anybody going down in flames because, I mean, let's let's look who went down in flames involving the uh, Russiagate uh, investigation uh, that John Durham was in charge of. That should have been a friendly operation, right? That's what we were told. That's what we were told to keep hope in. Um, and um, none of that really 
mattered. I mean, you had Kevin Kleinsmith that did uh, Time Served, and now he's back lawyering. Um, you have other related uh, people around the Clintons that have been pretty much let off. We've, we've reported on that, too. Um, so I, I don't really see, a, 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 as far as like any type of real justice happening here, I'm not seeing any anything really going on. But um, let's talk about the FBI's uh, great track record here being involved in these uh, types of shootings and things, too. Um, this is from Fox News. Cops identify suspect in Colorado LGBTQ nightclub shooting. It says Colorado police are still investigating whether the attack at Club Q was a hate crime. Is it a coincidence that it was Club Q? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> don't really know um but it says here police have just so everyone knows q was a psychological back off mike it's okay come on all right yeah q was a psychological operation and john f kennedy jr was murdered in july of 1999 and i've talked to the person the last person on this earth that talked to him in the air traffic controllers tower at martha's vineyard airport thank you thank you chris now, it says police have identified the suspect in Saturday night's mass shooting at an LGBTQ nightclub in Colorado, but are still investigating whether the attack was a hate crime. It says police say Anderson Lee Aldrich, 22, used a long rifle to carry out the attack and was already subdued by patrons at Club Q by the time officers arrived. See, John Henry, this is where the male skeletal structure still comes into play, that people still try to deny that it is a factor in, uh, in MMA and other combat correct. sports, right? This is where you really want that to kick in. You're damn right. <laughs> you don't want that effeminate bone structure happening when, uh, to try and defend you whenever uh, there's a shooter on the loose inside the club. I gotta tell you, I just want to say that I am extremely impressed uh, in this a terrible, terrible fucking tragedy. It's awful, awful, awful. And, and man, uh, you know, I just, I pray um, for peace for the people that not only lost their lives, but also the family members um, of everybody wounded too, man. And I pray for all of those people. But the positive in this is that people are sick of this shit. And the fact that patrons did take it upon themselves to risk their lives to stop this from happening, thank God for those people. Whether or not they believe in God, I don't care. That that's absolutely who I am thankful to. Um, you know, for their bravery to get in there and stop this from being a worse a worse thing than it was. Not, I mean, it, but again, this is unimaginable and just an absolute fucking terrible tragedy, man. Yeah. Now, it says Colorado Springs Police Chief Adrian Vasquez delivered an update to reporters alongside City Mayor John Southers and other officials Sunday morning. Aldrich is in custody and is receiving treatment of injuries at a local hospital. Police say they received... Now, that being said, I wish they would have beat him to fucking death with Grey Goose bottles. Yeah, I mean, uh, shouldn't there be... Shouldn't they be retrieving something out of this guy's ass? But it says... Police say they received the first call regarding the attack at 11.56 p.m. on Saturday, and the first officer was dispatched to the scene at 11.57. The officer arrived to the scene at 12.02 a.m. and took the already subdued suspect into custody Damn, before man. calling for Those voice people support. worked fast. Wow. Thank God for those people. Yeah, man. Yeah, shout Incredible. out to whoever stepped up there and, and saved Absolutely. some lives. I mean, that, that's the thing we talk about a lot on the show, too. John Henry is, uh, you know, having the situational awareness in those uh, types of moments in order to make that decision yourself um, when, it, when it comes to putting yourself in harm's way uh, to protect your family, to protect the other people around you. 
and and yourself ultimately too. But um, I have this uh, from Lisa Belanger. She sent this over. I'm going to add it to the source list. Um, not sure exactly where this fits, but um, this is a G20 Bali Leaders Declaration. This is from the White House. Um, so I'm going to bookmark this and add that to this week's source list. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. But um, let's uh, let's move on to the next uh, topic. Unless Chris, did you have anything to say about this uh, this shooting and stuff like that and the FBI involvement? Yeah, fuck me. I yeah. just fucking no. I just dropped a bunch of shit on the fucking laptop. All I want to say is six. Yeah. I hope you include the source list. I have like twenty articles that I sent you in the chat room here. And it's on the side. I love John Henry. Don't get me wrong. No, it's okay. But I've been I've been researching this thing with Chris Kyle. Chris Kyle has been a mouthpiece for the powers that be for a very long time, even after his death. And even though his wife in his estate had to pay Jesse Ventura, well, guess what? I don't know. Is if you go over the the links I sent you, it shows no matter what if you make up shit. And then you get killed, and then your estate has to pay during civil suits. Well, that doesn't mean that you weren't a liar during your life. And I'm very passionate about that. And I have a lot of a lot of links up there. If you don't want yeah. to share them, that's fine. I'm sharing them right care. now on the screen, bro. All okay. I'm yeah. saying is that I'm going to attach you know, them all of this week's source this list. Guy, this yeah. guy by Hollywood, and I'm Mr. Hollywood. I was oh, yeah. I lived in California for a long time. Saving they right propped now. him up. They propped him up with Clint Eastwood, who was actually a friend of Jesse Ventura's and kind of went against him in the end. Yeah. This guy was full of fucking shit when he said he punched Jesse Ventura out. And just because he got killed doesn't mean that uh, doesn't mean that when he, the facts came. To the surface doesn't mean because the guy's gone now doesn't mean because Jesse Ventura was awarded for being wronged with defamation that shouldn't be a thing where oh he's attacking the widow if the guy was lying during his lifetime then guess what his estate should pay for any kind of damage this guy did and this guy was a scumbag and they propped him up to be the American hero. He was a sniper. Is that a hero? It's a hired killer for the U.S. government. And I will shut my fucking mouth right now. People, just look it up. Chris Kyle and his lies. Just well, look it up. I love John Henry. Well, folks. So I will shut up right now. But this is, yeah. has been a thorn in my side for a long time. And I agree with Jesse Ventura. It was an op to pretty much shut him the fuck up when he talked about all these big cases like fucking JFK, 9-11. They shut him up even before the Sandy Hook shit happened. That's when this Chris Kyle thing happened. And I hate to see when they prop someone up that's a sniper that's just killing people. And then he goes and says during Hurricane Katrina that he's bragging about shooting people that are fucking stuck in their houses and shit. Like, it just fucking makes me sick. And you know what, John Henry? I guess I'm just a liberal piece of shit, even though no, I don't no, no. I don't identify as liberal or conservative. I think people are just scumbags to begin with. But you know what? This Chris Kyle guy, his company 
was seen at the Boston bombing. And this is after he had already been killed by that guy at the shooting range. His company with the Punisher logo all over their backpacks, they were seen all running up and down Boylston Street during the, the Boston bombing. And I will shut my mouth and let people just look it up. There's all that footage that Dave McGowan picked apart. Dave McGowan was the Gary McBride before Gary McBride when it came to think, and they killed his fucking ass too, just like Jack Ruby with that fast acting cancer. And I know that for a fact because Craig McGowan told me so. And I've been trying to get him to tell Dave's story of the last 60 six months of his life. And you know what, John Henry, I love you. So I'm going to shut the hell up right now. I'm just oh, it's very, okay. this Chris, just hurts me. You did, time. you did the thing that this show was meant to do, which is to put the information that you have in your brain in front of people's faces. Now, what would we, we I'm before Donald Jeffries, before Donald Jeffries, it it's was okay. Jesse Ventura that actually opened my eyes a lot because he would go on yeah. Howard Stern and he would talk about what he found. With the book American Conspiracies, he also had 63 documents that the government doesn't want you to see. That was another book. It was mm -hmm. on Donald Jeffries' same label. And it was, that's how I actually became associated with Donald Jeffries, was Jesse Ventura. And I actually believed Jesse Ventura when he had his conspiracy theory show with Tyrell, his son, and Sean Stone, Oliver Stone's son. Oh, nice. He even said that the fact that he had two episodes, one about the TSA and one about the body bags and the encampments, the FEMA camps, that got erased from everybody's DVR, it was one of the first times that ever happened. They erased that episode from everyone's DVR. Conspiracy Theory with Jesse Ventura, the FEMA wow. camp episode. And that That's was one really of the first time. Dude. He even said it was an op. And I happen wow. to agree, agree with them. And I think Chris Kyle, they propped him up to be this American hero. And I don't think he is actually the hero that people really should be rooting for. He had a lot of skeletons in his closet. And he actually claimed that he actually boasted and loved the fact that he killed regular Americans that were struggling during Hurricane Katrina. And that's what gets me. I'm not a liberal. I'm not a conservative. But if he's sitting there boasting about how he shot fucking Americans that were just raiding a market to get food during Hurricane Katrina while Dick Cheney and George Bush were sitting there playing golf. Yeah, I'm going to have some. I'm going to have an emotional response. And that's what sucks about politics is because I love people like John Henry because he's. He was actually looking up like airports for me to be able to get back to my mother and sister. And right now I'm sitting here like getting all angry and shit and for no reason. No. That's what this shit causes. Well, anger. The, the, what, you, what you're not understanding, Chris, is that the good thing that you did was send the information that people can actually look at themselves. Not just take your word for it. Not just understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. But I'm actually, not trying to bash John Henry because he's a good I know, guy. Dude. I know, dude. What I'm saying no, but is, people is that might the, think that I'm being an asshole right no. now. No, I mean, well, they, if they listen to the show, they know you're an asshole. But um, <laughs> <laughs> the the thing that we do here that that makes this show a little bit, you know, different than some of the other shows is we will do the research in real time. Like you can send me the articles like you just did. I mark them all for this upcoming week's uh, uh, source list. So, with six, six. Yeah. Can I just tell you something? Yes. 
Chris Kyle went on Opie and Anthony, who I used to call into, right? They were in Boston. Oh, right on. I'm okay. from Boston. Yeah. He boasted about how they asked him on air if this was Jesse Ventura he was talking about in his book because Chris Kyle couldn't legally say Jesse Ventura in his book. He said, I punched out old scruff face. Scruff face is what he called Jesse. Oh, okay. So he couldn't even use Jesse's real name. That's why they couldn't put Jesse in American Sniper, the movie, with Clint Eastwood, like, directing it. Yeah. Because they could not prove that. You know why? Because Jesse Ventura has told people many times that because of Agent Orange during Vietnam, he was on blood thinners. So had Chris Kyle actually punched him out in the face and knocked him down, Jesse would have had all kinds of bruises all over his face the next day. And there are witnesses that actually testified during that trial that said that Jesse had no bruises whatsoever on his face. Well, see, so that would Chris be interesting Kyle, to uh, get the transcripts, like what Lisa talks about all the time. If we can get the transcripts from those. Uh, I'm telling you, yeah. Jesse Ventura, but, the first, one of the only independent governors to actually slip by the CIA yeah. and the whole process when it comes to becoming governor, like without a political party, he was independent, right? Yeah, yeah. Jesse Ventura was one of the only people to be able to do that. And you know what the first thing the CIA wanted to do with the governor-elect of Minnesota, Jesse Ventura? What did they want to do? They brought him down to the bowels of the Capitol in Washington, D.C., and they wanted to know exactly how he got elected. And Jesse even said this. He goes, most likely they wanted to know so they could prevent it from ever happening ever again. Well, and I I agree with Mr. Ventura, Governor Ventura. I really do. Well, I mean, uh, that's those are all interesting claims, and the the thing about that is, is that we can back up a lot of those claims by the information that you sent. So, thank you, Chris. Oh, that's all added to this week's source list, folks. So, moving on. I'm not hated, right, John Henry? Are you still there? <laughs> do you still love me? No, yeah, seriously. yeah. Of course, we love you, dude. Let's let's move not, on to the next segment. Everything's no, no, cool. but is he still there? Is he yeah, still he's there? here. John Henry, can you say something, please? Yes, I'm here, sir. I apologize if I was out of line. If you feel like I was out of line, it's just something that's been... <laughs> no, it's Let's been inside... No, but it's been inside me as a researcher for like 15 years. All right. I really Move feel on. like... Je All right. I mean... Amongst the many things that have been inside of you, Chris, let's let's move on. Um, <laughs> let's talk about exclusive young people who detransition describe death threats, doxing, intimidation, and being accused of genocide from the cult-like transgender community they turned their backs on. It sounds really supportive. Yes, yes. I'd say that 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 sums up the word inclusion, doesn't it? Absolutely. I, I would. Uh, we refer to these people as trans apostates because, like, if you dare to stray uh, from the cult after you've bought in, uh, rather by taking the drugs or having the surgeries or both, it seems that they will just mark mark you for, uh, for whatever, right? Uh, it says trans campaigners face discrimination and many see themselves in a life or death civil rights struggle. It also says that detransitioners say they face harassment for leaving the community. Many describe online vitriol, doxing, intimidation, and death threats. Now, it says trans people eschew uh, detransitioners for invalidating their narrative, said Kat Kattinson. I wonder if 
that's a furry person. Um, web users threatened to pipe bomb a hearing in Florida on trans care for kids. Lovely. Also, trans campaigners shouted bigot and shame on all of you at detransitioners. Oh, so you're not going along with it. Um, now you're a bigot. And then it says, um, if you have excited the, tra- have you excited the trans community and leaves an email there if you want to talk about your stories there to Daily Mail. But um, moving on with the article, it says young people who, who use drugs or surgery, like I was talking about, to change their gender, but later regretted their procedures and sought to reverse them are warning of worsening abuse from the transgender community they've walked away from. Detransitioners, as they are known, speak of online vitriol, doxing, harassment, and death threats after they made the tough decisions to exit what they describe as inward-looking and even cult-like trans groups. Now, I wanted to bring this up because uh, I have another article here uh, that was sent to me. I believe uh, Lisa Belanger uh, was uh, part in sending this to me. And this one's called The Transgender Leviathan. Um, So this person went through um, all the different connections that we've been making on this show for the past several months to all the big institutions that have money to make off of this transgender craze. Now, it says here, the new APP report exposes origins, influence of transgender Leviathan. Now, it says, today, American Principles Project Foundation released a new report, the transgender Leviathan, exploring the origins of the now powerful movement to normalize transgender ideology in law and culture. The report, authored by journalist APPF senior fellow Pedro Gonzalez, uh, which you can find him on Twitter, I follow him, uh, dives into both the historical development of transgenderism as well as the profitable industry it has now become. Gonzalez also traces how those big pharma profits have helped bankroll an increasingly influential lobbying effort to weaken laws protecting parental rights and preventing the exploitation of vulnerable children. Now, you can read the executive summary of the transgender Leviathan by clicking on the link in the article, which will be included in this week's source list. But it says APPF President Terry Schilling released the following statement explaining the report's importance. It says, in quotes, Over the last decade, there has been an explosion in individuals, especially kids, identifying as transgender. While the far left has celebrated this as an advance for diversity and openness, the truth is far more troubling. As Pedro Gonzalez documents in this report, the widespread normalization of transgenderism has been fueled by a mix of factors. The ideological capture, we've been talking about that here, of key cultural institutions. The financial profitability to Big Pharma of encouraging gender transitions, which we've also talked about for several months here. And also it says, and well-funded lobbying campaigns in politics. So yes, all of the uh, propaganda. Now it says, and despite the, the enormous evidence that this movement is damaging the physical and mental health of countless children, it advocates can, it, its advocates sorry, continue to press forward while gaslighting the public. I'm glad they mentioned that gaslighting the public as to the horrible effects. Lastly, it says to fight back effectively, we have to expose the truth. 100% on that. That is what the transgender Leviathan aims to do, and we look forward to educating lawmakers and all Americans in the coming weeks on the reality behind this destructive movement and what we must do to stop it. So I'm going to head back to the panel after that. Uh, Gentlemen, um, we've been talking about this subject a lot on this show. 
Uh, but you know, it, it seems like we're getting more and more support from you know alternative sources. People in academia now, it seems like doing this. Uh, people in other forms of media taking note of this. But um, with these connections, it doesn't look like there's going to be much there to stop it because both political parties are in on this game uh, with the pharmaceutical companies. So what 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 must we do? Uh, I'd say you know maybe take control of this locally if you can. Um, prevent this from going down in your schools for sure. Um, prevent this from going down in your churches because <laughs> we've seen that too. Um, there, there's a lot of areas in which you have influence, folks, that if you're against um, what they're trying to do to children to get them on board for uh, a cult-like ideology, uh, which will shun them almost immediately unless they buy 100% into the bullshit, right? Um, <laughs> but on top of that, uh, the result is is that these kids, it's not like they buy into just a cult-like ideology for a little bit and then get to separate themselves, right, John Henry? We've, we've talked on the show extensively about what this does physically to people, and you've seen that. Yeah. I mean, and it's a lifetime commitment to big pharma from a financial standpoint. Yes. That's the way they view these children. That's what it comes down to. This is a Goldman Sachs type of model thing, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what they look at is it's it's just like fucking diabetes and cancer and, you know, and, and all of these things that are chronic. Herpes, Graves. Graves knows about that. Um, so, I mean, when you look at it, again, it's it's a dependency on pharma. And these children are looked at like commodities. It's an it's a revenue stream, and it is so fucking sick, man. But at this point, we know that there's no length that they won't go to uh, for money and power, man. Well, Lisa chimes in on the Rumble rant saying, stay away from the government. Agree 100% on that. Yeah, if we're looking for government solutions to this government-funded problem, we're probably not going to find one there. Like, we have to do it, you know, ourselves in our own cultures and things of that nature. Chris, have you done any research on topics like this? And, you know, when it comes to the pharma influence and the media propaganda influence on, on children regarding this subject? Do we have Chris Graves? Come in, Chris Graves. All right. Well, moving on. Let's, uh, let's go to the next one. Um, Next one in our big four here. This is from the Premium Times. I'm still here. Oh, he's still here. Chris. I hate talking politics. So what I wanted to tell you, Six, before is that I'm going to lay off. Uh, you know that I wanted to make an announcement, remember? Yes. I'm going to lay off the conspiracy and the politics stuff and uh, work for TMP Productions you can explain to everyone what TMP Productions is when it comes to fictional, you know, an actual, you know, entity when it comes to uh, movie making or TV show making or whatever. I actually explained to somebody named Jen, and I'm naming her, whatever. She was worried about me doing this conspiracy shit. And uh, I, to be honest with you, like I, it started with me and Donald Jeffries. But originally, it was actually an anonymous thing with me and Donald Jeffries, and then eventually it became known about that I was a researcher for him. But I actually, with my life, I'm almost 40 years old, right? And I feel like I'm like 78, um, just because I haven't taken care of myself. 
I actually want to try to get some motion pictures made. And yourself and John Henry, um, you guys actually might be able to make that a more of a reality than I ever thought, to be honest with you. And that's why, I don't know why, what came over me with the Chris Kyle, Jesse Ventura thing, it was something that was left over for the last 15 years. John Henry was like, move on. So I was like, fine. That's what I feel like is the problem with this country is the fact that we let politics and these very heated, debated things like get in between us when it comes to being Americans. And I don't mean to be on us. Nothing that's going to get in between us, Graves. All Except right, for just, some peanut butter and jelly. No, but I'm uh, sitting like here. I'm stuff. sitting yeah. here actually hurting that I may have actually upset John Henry and Six. You didn't I, upset me, man. It's it's okay for us to disagree. Number Six and I disagree too. Do you have no, any idea the shit I used no, to say I, to this man at the gym? I'm very <laughs> sensitive. <laughs> no, I'm a sensitive fuck, and I'm trying to. Yeah, but I'm it. not. And that's no, the I thing am is, though. I'm trying not to be. I know, but I want us to be able to disagree, dude. You yeah, know but I, mean? I don't. I don't want to be sensitive. Is what I'm saying. I'm trying in that. I don't toughen the to, fuck up. Quit watching soap operas and drinking peach snaps and fucking and smoking Virginia slips. I okay. I don't. <laughs> and she boosts your estrogen. You're getting all soft on us. Romantic. Yeah. All right. Well, I just wanted. To, I six is fuck. <laughs> But folks, folks listening out there, yes, uh, we at the New Prisoners are looking to expand uh, what what it is that we do into all forms of media if we can. Uh, we have interests in both fiction and nonfiction here. We have interests in music. We have interests in movies, television shows. Like we look to take this as far as we can possibly take it because the real object of the game is aiding our culture. Like John Henry and I have been friends for a long time and we've been part of uh, uh, the culture in America that has a lot to do with music and entertainment. And we would like to you know, at least salvage some of that, right? I mean, most of it's been destroyed over the past few years thanks to COVID and other things. But uh, one of the things that was destroyed for With me six. was seeing the ideological um, results of, of the propaganda. It's not just conspiracy, though. Right? Yes. Well, no, of course not. Conspiracy you know. research can be very toxic. Oh, I can't. I'm a, I'm a good, I'm a prime, I'm the number one example right now because it's destroying my life. I mean, butt bonging peach schnapps is destroying you. No, right? no, that's. Right, okay. But um, I wanted to get Touché. on to uh, the, the next article. What was the question? No, but what was the question? Oh, the question before we move on to the next of the big four was. Kids that, chopping their dicks off? Is that what well, it was? Because yeah, I am not sort of. for that. Uh, okay. Well, that, that's what we needed to clear up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you, really, <laughs> you really needed clarification with that. No, I don't think little girls and little boys should be mutilating themselves. No, I do not agree with that. All right. Uh, Lisa chimes in and says, keep your kids out of the public school system. 100% Lisa. And also to tell Chris not to worry, I'll kick his ass or uh, kick his butt next Sunday. Ha <laughs> What? Lisa's coming after you, bro. Handle no. my light work, Lisa. <laughs> Just kidding, Chris. You sensitive person, but no, anyways. but I don't. I don't want to be sensitive. <laughs> I really don't. Well, I I don't, I don't well, want. Here's, how you, here's how you do that. Yeah. You don't take it fucking personal. Yeah, Grace. don't take it personal. 
at all. I don't yeah, take your do you, opinion on a matter personally. Yeah, but how how do you work on that is what I'm asking. I don't know. Would you like? I don't let know. Me, uh, here, let me give you a little plug. Or beat the fuck out of me in a room no, or something. No. Is that what the no. fuck? What's the point of that? <laughs> no, I'm going to tell you. I mean, uh, is there baby oil involved? That's well, true. I hope. So let me enlighten you on something, Graves. And this is something that's helped me considerably because as a younger man, I had a lot of anger issues and a lot of frustration issues. And I was very bad at disagreeing with people because I would just get fucking, I would get so hot and so pissed off and bad shit would come out of it. Same for number six, man. Like, you know, we've done things in our lives that we're not proud of because of that type of temper. And one of the things that really changed my perspective on things was actually a book. And ironically, it's one of Oprah's best buddies. It was a Deepak Chopra book. And I'm not into new age shit and all that because I am a Christian. But in this book, the book's called The Spontaneous Fulfillment of Desire. And it changed my life because I read it when I was a very pissed off, fucking angry young man. And in that book, one of the things he talks about is if you really want to try and if you want to find true happiness in life, you have to understand that people's perspective and opinion on things is a culmination of every experience they've ever had in their life. That's what establishes that belief. And when you come to understand that, if you have differing opinions, when you can get to a point where you can stop thinking that an opposing opinion is a wrong opinion, because based on somebody's life and their experience, that is their truth. That is their opinion. And you can't change the experiences somebody's had in their life to get to that point and deduce that opinion. Right. So when you understand that, that can be a very enlightening thing in your life to understand that it's not about you're right, I'm wrong, I'm right, you're wrong. It's about, okay, we'll use this instance as an example. You've done a lot of research. You've read a lot about it. That is what has created your opinion on that matter. So I'm not, I don't get mad about it. I'm not pissed off. I'll fuck with you about it just because it's fun. Um, but I'm not, you know, Douche. so for me, Douche. what that helped me do was I was sensitive in the wrong way where that would come out as anger, right? That's the emotion that would be caused by that. Where for you, maybe it's get upset about it or emotional and, and, you know, in that type of way. And that's okay. But, you know, for me, my opinion, when I say, hey, uh, you know, Chris Cowell is an American fucking hero. Well, that's just based on my understanding of who he was as a person. Right. Now, you you have a differing opinion based on your understanding and research that you've done. So that's why it's like, well, I, I don't think you're wrong. I'll argue with you a little bit. And, you know, part of it's just enjoy you know, John Henry. But I'm not getting emotional about it. None of this. Or mad at you. None of this matters. That's why I'm surprised. No shit. No, That's but I'm surprised. I don't. But I'm, surpri- I'm surprising myself right now for being for getting upset. Yeah, because I really don't care. That's a good thing, but sometimes it's a good thing because when you look at how that relates to situations of things that do matter, then maybe that can just help you work through those in a more efficient way and maybe a less emotional way. I'm so it's okay. You, it's not I'm a problem. It's all right. It's just repression, dude. I don't care about any of this. <laughs> That's why I'm surprising myself. No, like, dude, on, the, on a day-to-day basis, it just doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't know why I'm getting upset is what I'm, I'm asking people. Like, why am I getting upset? I don't care anymore because... Our lives have been so fucked with, like, it's yeah, no none shit. of this matters. Yeah, what matters is um, you look at Canada and them trying to put people back on lockdowns and put masks back on their face, and yeah. that shit can leak into the United States. That and it does in California, where I yeah. want to be. That matters a lot more than both of our opinions on Chris Kyle. <laughs> I just want to say I love you, man. Love you too, I, brother. 
I'm not so going to bring this up ever again. It's fine. You said that once or brought it up again, but we'll go ahead and believe you this time. Um, I will not bring it up again right now. I don't care. It's all right. Lisa, it's all right. Lisa says that she loves you, Chris, and that anger issues equals her kind of people. Oh, my God. It's not anger. It's shit I researched, but it doesn't matter anymore. Oh, Jesse Ventura is not on the world stage anymore. Neither is Chris Kyle. Why am I bringing up this repressed shit? I don't know. It's because he's I'm bald and has a goatee. He's one of your people. I don't know. No, he's I'm not. Playing. I'm playing. You it says, yes. It says, the world last week. Missiles hit Poland. Cop 227 ends and World Cup begins. This is kind of what we talk about all the time, John yeah, This Henry. stuff matters a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> this, this matters a little bit. That Zelensky is doing anything and everything to ignite full-blown nuclear fucking war on this planet. That ends terribly for everybody. I mean, it is just unfucking believable I mean, this man needs to be in prison and fucking held responsible for fucking war crimes. Yeah, and he doesn't play the piano with his penis with Not as much veracity as he thinks. And I gotta tell you, you know, obviously there's... Uh, you know, there's an opinion that, you know, the Ukrainians and having Nazi fucking factions in their military being a conspiracy. Well, I've seen more than enough evidence myself that is not the case when they're fucking in a parade doing the Hail Hitler salute. They literally have fucking swastikas on their military gear. They have the crisscrossed bombs um, that was assigned for some of the worst fucking SS agents in that. Can I so, tell you guys that I, actually... you, I, I find it hard to believe that there is not some some type of uh, Nazi fucking undertone of what's going John on. John Henry. Yes. John Henry. I found Sandy Hook like videos of okay. of witnesses that said they were stuck in their basements during this Ukraine Ukraine war, and they were debunked like very easily. It, and also, there was footage of what they claimed was a Ukrainian fire station, I believe it was, or a police station. And they didn't realize that they had the American flag blowing in the wind in the background. It was from, I mean, Ari- it was from Arizona, but they claimed it was from Ukraine. Donald Jeffries brought it up. Kind of like the moon landings. But you well, know, the irony is like now that we see this whole FTX situation unfold, they needed a war, just like George Bush needed a fucking war. You they want to know why war. they did? I know exactly why. They wanted to change the public's perception when it came to the COVID narrative. Literally, within 24 hours, they weren't talk- the mainstream media here in the United States was not talking about the COVID jab anymore. And you also started seeing a lot of evidence of myocarditis. Right, you also seen a lot of negative fucking impacts from it. A lot of statistics coming out about mental health and alcohol abuse and drug abuse and, and child molestation for people being locked in these fucking houses because child molestation. Ugly. Absolutely. So all this, it always comes back to that. But all this ugliness of COVID, the fact that we know for a fucking fact that the NAID, the NIH, that we literally fucking funded them to create this Frankenstein virus. It's not from a wet market and somebody sticking their dick in a bat. We know what it is. But once that information started coming out, what did we need? To your point, needed a new fucking conversation. That's within what we need. Tw- 
Within 24 hours, they were so talking we about the from, COVID jab. They we were talking about the Ukrainian got, war. Yes, I got vaccinated fucking, um, you, you know, no, fuck no. But you, we went from the I got vaccinated pictures on people's Twitter and Instagram and Facebook to the fucking Ukrainian flag. Because all the dum-dums just buy into whatever the bullshit of the week is. Well, they wanted to change the public's uh, interest. and their- It's just a redirection. They it's the great misdirect. Ukrainian war became all of a sudden now it's uh, that's why we're going to jack up prices in the United States for gasoline. And then we weren't talking about the jab anymore or masks or anything. This is the beginning of what, 2021? You know what I'm excited was- about? I'm excited about when we have the conversation about how oil is not, in fact, a fossil fuel. Ooh, Michael yeah. Rupert Michael Rupert fought with my hero, Dave McGowan. Dave McGowan pointed out how the whole fossil fuel... That's interesting, being- man. My hero is Rose McGowan, but continue. Onward. <laughs> All right, I mean, she, she was killing it in the Me Too thing, yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, she was fucked up by Harvey Weinstein, who I unfortunately actually mm. shook at that fucker's hand. When I thought he was actually the reason why, you know, for he was responsible for people like Kevin Smith and Quentin Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez, all these people I looked up to when it came to independent film. I actually shook this fucker's hand. It was January 2008. It was during a test screening in Burbank, the Burbank AMC movie theater. They had test screenings where you would actually watch a movie for free, right? Then they give you like a, uh, a survey afterwards to say, what did you like? What didn't you like? And everything. Harvey was there with one of his many girlfriends, right? The supermodel that was not actually his wife at the time. I went up and I shook his hand. I said, you know what, sir? I hope to one day work for you because I was a big fan of Kevin Smith who made Clerks. And Clerks was a big thing to me, you know. And like I told you before, I think on this podcast, Jennifer and myself, we went out to Los Angeles to try to be a filmmaking team. Like I was going to write and direct. You know, I had a a screenplay called Wasted Youth and Awkward Silence. I even had a a revenge thriller like in the vein of like Charlie Bronson, right, called Doesn't Play Well With Others. I had a slasher movie called Sex Equals Death. I had all these things that I wanted to do, and, and Jennifer was taking the producer class, at the two-year producer class at the New York Film Academy, and that was on the uh, the back lot of the Universal Studios, uh, you know, production thing, and in between that and Warner Brothers, I actually went with Jennifer's older brother, Jason, and we went to this uh, test screening for the movie Fanboys that Seth Rogen was in. I went and I shook at this fucker's hand. And then 10 years later, I find out he's like the biggest rapist in Hollywood. And that people like Mel Gibson actually had to call him up and like apologize for uh, being anti-Semitic and shit. So I don't know why I brought that up, but I've seen like the heights of Hollywood. Literally, I've shaken the hands of people that have had a lot of power in Hollywood but when it comes down to it, if you're a piece of shit human being, it doesn't matter. Like, you're going away. And John Henry, yeah. I'm not a piece of shit. And I want to make TMP Productions the best it can be. 
No? <laughs> I don't even know. Did yeah, I even no, no. answer anyone's question? No, it. And on that note, um, Lisa says synergy and puts a little fire emoji. And hey, well, she, with Harvey Weinstein, I don't want to be. I don't want synergy with him. She also <laughs> mentioned the booster ads being nonstop during today's NFL games. Ooh, that's nasty. Yeah, all those institutions like the NFL and others definitely pimped out to uh, the yeah, council. Six, you were all about the uh, Lloyd Kaufman uh, bringing back the Toxic Crusaders, right? The cartoon based on the Toxic Avenger. Oh, that'd be awesome, or, man. And the toys. Yeah. The toys were amazing. But, You're um, very disgusting. You're yeah. a disgusting human being. Yes. Let, let's talk about this. Um, the COP227 ended in the early hours of Sunday, giving way to one of the most anticipated global events, it says, the 2022 World Cup, which begins later the same day. The Global Climate Summit on Saturday reached a landmark conclusion on the loss and damage agenda. This is where I wanted to stop on this article, because do we need any more? <laughs> do we need any more John Henry than that name? That this is part of their loss and damage agenda? <laughs> yeah, that's about enough of that. Yes, Winnie Rose McGowan. Yes. Oh, boy. But it does it does talk briefly, though, um, later in the article about the Russia and Ukraine uh, trade blames over the Poland explosion I love you, John we talked Henry. about here. Love you too, buddy. Yeah, yeah. Now, it says the U.S. President Joe Biden noted that the missile may not have come from Russia and that it might have been Ukraine interceptors that dropped on Polish soil. Oh, well, it's wow. not might. They know it is now. <laughs> We've seen the photographic evidence. Yeah, the, it says here that NATO's Jens Stoltenberg said a preliminary analysis suggested a Ukrainian air defense missile landed in Poland, having been fired to defend Ukrainian territory against Russian cruise missile attacks. And then in quotes, it says, but let me be clear, this is not Ukraine's fault, he said, even though it was their missile, stressing that Russia was still ultimately responsible and investigations are still ongoing. He played the piano with his cock. Yes, he did. Now, and uh, talking about this, too, speaking of playing the piano with your cock, um, Reuters says here that Ukraine says half of its energy system is crippled by Russian attacks and that Kiev could shut down. Um, this is pretty much what that war is about, right, fellas? Like, this is about control of the energy sector of Europe and the rest of the world. It's about laying down the blueprints for a, a new type of energy sector that they're obviously going to put in place um, to replace the one that they've broken. This is modern monetary theory in, in practice, folks. This is the new economy. They're going to break this country because it's already corrupted. They've been there since 2014 at least, right? Uh, corrupting it, and I mean us, um, as in our U.S. State Department. Um, and others around the world, of course. But um, it says here that um, in Kyiv, uh, Ukraine, that Russian missile strikes have crippled almost half of Ukraine's energy system, the government said on Friday. So there's a bunch of broken windows, and they're going to have to replace the windows. And guess who's, guess who's part, of the, uh, part of the scheme? Oh, the guys that make the windows. <laughs> that's, that's who's causing the war to happen that's breaking all the windows is the guys that own the window-making companies. So, um, And then lastly, I have this because I could not find for the life of me, John Henry, anything about Trudeau locking people up in mental institutions up there for not taking the jab. If you guys can find me an article... Will do. Yeah, if you could find me an article, I'll gladly include that in this week's source list. But uh, wrapping up... You know, uh, his mother actually... A party at, at the famous. Um, all right, bear with me here. What's it's the coming. famous club? <laughs> <laughs> What's the famous club in New York City in the seventies? Oh, um, oh, geez, why is it killing me? 
It's 76. killing me. What the fuck is the club? You know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. They made a movie with Mike Myers. Yeah. What yeah. the hell's the My club? My brain is John Henry. Now. John Henry. What's the club in New York City in the 70s? What's the famous club? The disco club. You know we have all the, the internet. All the. <laughs> Um, all the celebrities, Studio like, 54. Yeah, there we go. Studio, Studio 54. Studio 54. Yeah. Justin Trudeau's mother was apparently allegedly fucking around with all those celebrities. Wow, I still think he's Castro's son. I mean, it's that's possible. weird. I'll look into it. Did you see Gigi Ping fucking punk him out? Yeah, I was going to bring that up because when when I was searching for articles about Trudeau just now, that um, I couldn't. All the I was seeing pop up was Xi Jinping bitch slaps Justin Trudeau for like leaking information on him (laughs) about their conversations. Interesting about this Canadian thing, man, Mm. is that if you recall, we just had a conversation about how now in Canada you can basically commit suicide for anything. Yep, those were the other articles that uh, were popping up when I was searching for Trudeau. So now uh, you're going to have these people that are considered, uh, you know, that they have mental illness because they chose not to get vaccinated. And then you can also commit suicide. So last I remember, we've talked extensively on the show about a lot of anti-psychotic um, drugs and antidepressant drugs that literally uh, one of the actual side effects is suicidal thoughts. Hmm. So do we then put them in therapy and coerce them into committing suicide? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's, that's exactly um, just throwing out a hypothetical yeah. here, guys. Eh, hypothetically, I no, would say, I yeah. know somebody that's very near and dear to me, and I do not want them committing suicide. Well, we're just talking Canada here. We're talking yeah. Canada. All right, so when I you look at it, it's like fucking coercion, right? Yeah. To, to identify them as that they have mental illness, drug them, which, you know, socialized healthcare, I'm sure they can probably mandate that they take those drugs and then put them a therapist to coerce them into committing suicide because of their uh, misgivings and, and their, their, their just nonsensical idea that they don't want DNA, you know, alternating drugs stuck into their bodies. Well, and... Uh, it, does uh, I, I'm just saying, uh, fuck, it you almost may, sounds like a, the setup for a contemporary Holocaust, if you will. You may be onto something, John Henry, but a part of me doesn't want to accept that. I don't know. Oh, no, just to be clear, brother, I don't want to fucking accept that, too. But based on the world that we live in today, the fact it that sucks. that's even a consideration. It sucks. because It's it is fucking terrible. It is it's fucking terrible, man. Horrible. I agree. Well, and backing that up, it says uh, here from Courageous Discourse on Substack, uh, leading, and this is also uh, sent to us by way of Guard Goldsmith and our friend Vince Agnali. Uh, so thank you for forwarding this to me. But it says leading British cardiologist, Dr. Asim Malhotra, true, Malhotra, Malhotra, and Dr. Peter McCullough independently come to same conclusion. It's funny how when something's true that you arrive at the, like, the same conclusion like that, you know, when you're Elon, doing like an equation. <laughs> I want McCullough back on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Where, I want McCullough back. And I want McCullough back on Twitter. 100%. I um, sent you six, uh, a couple of links of Trudeau's mother being a studio 54. Awesome. But <clears throat> I'm hoping that. The whole the whole point of what you were talking about, right, is how the jabs 
are psychologically changing people's personalities or do I have that wrong? I mean, that's part of it, but no, is it really though? Do I just think it's being here? No, I would say that uh, part part of it is the the shot crosses the blood brain barrier. So if okay. you're gonna have anything like, oh, this is both from page six, I think. I think I have two. All right, I just want to say that yeah. I've been I've been making the claim that someone very close to me took the jabs and maybe that their personality has changed. I have since done more research and realized that maybe it's just me being a douchebag and that's what changed. Okay. That may be true, but Lisa still beat John Henry to the studio 54 answer. I just didn't read it off quickly enough because I was on a different screen, but yeah, Lisa. Yeah, you're, you're disgusting. I appreciate it. Lisa is first. And then uh, for, it also says for the record, I beat John Henry. (laughs) Yes. Now um, with the, yeah, this last article that I wanted to pull up guys, um, this just goes on to say that under the British cardiologist, Dr. Asim Malhotra expressed grave concern about the safety of COVID mRNA vaccines. He was one of the most celebrated doctors in Britain. In 2016, he was named in the Sunday Times Debrett's list as one of the most influential people in science and medicine in the UK, in a list that included Professor Stephen Hawking. Now, his total altmetric score, which is the measure of impact and reach of his medical journal publications since 2013, is over 10,000. That's Dragon Ball Z reference, making it one of the highest in the world for a clinical doctor during this period. Now, in the early days of COVID-19 vaccine rollout in Britain, he advocated the injections for the general public, just like Dr. Malone did. However, in July of 2021, he experienced a terrible personal loss that caused him to reevaluate the shots, namely the sudden and unexpected death of his 73-year-old father. His father's death made no sense to him because he knew from his own examination that his father's general and cardiac health were excellent, as he put it in a recent interview. He said, in quotes, his postmortem findings really shocked me. There were two severe blockages in his coronary arteries, which didn't really make any sense with everything I know, both as a cardiologist, someone who has expertise in this particular area, but also intimately knowing my dad's lifestyle and his health. Not long after that, data starting to emerge that suggested a possible link between the mRNA vaccine. This guy is a hero. Yeah. An increased risk of heart attacks from a mechanism of increasing inflammation around the coronary arteries. But on top of that, I was con- I was contacted by a whistleblower, it says, at a very prestigious university in the UK, a cardiologist himself, who explained to me that there was a similar research finding in his department and that those researchers had decided to essentially cover up or cover that up, it says, wow. Because they were worried about losing funding from the pharmaceutical industry. I believe industry. in you. You're doing good. You're doing good, Six. You're doing good. Yeah, You're man. Goose robber. Goose robber. Goose robber. But the part of this that really sticks with me is this increasing inflammation part. Because, Chris, as we were just talking about, if this crosses the blood-brain barrier, not only can it cause inflammation in the heart, like the myocarditis and pericarditis, that what what does it do to the brain, ultimately? And we've had a long-time listener mention that this... Um, is very similar to like a prions disease um, in the way that the COVID itself and the spike protein in which they selected 
for reasons um, in the mRNA vaccines. They didn't have to go after that. We, we've we've covered uh, stories about that too. But um, yeah, it's just. I'm it's, just hoping that this isn't the case six because I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, it says that know. there's been an extra. I am fucking. I'm crying right now as you read this. Well, I mean, the thing is, buddy, is that these these things do affect a lot of people because this stuff has been given to a lot of people. However, the problem with it all is, is that, you know, when you're trying to establish a case that the stuff that these people have been given is causing this harm, is that it's only happening to a a small fraction of a very large population at the moment. Now, we we all hope and we all pray that this isn't going to result in anything more massive than it already has. But as you know how these things turn out. Well, and as Lisa, it's the worst case scenario. No, well, it is. Well, as Lisa brought up too, is that they keep pumping this stuff on the NFL football games that people go out and get this shit when they don't need it. Now it says that there's been an extra fourteen thousand out of hospital cardiac arrests in 2021 versus 2020. So, I mean, I, the more it says, the more Doctor Malhotra. Uh, looked into it, the more he felt the same concern about the safety of the mRNA vaccines that Dr. Dr. Peter McCullough had felt since the spring of 2021. The alarming incidents of sudden unexpected deaths during the latter half of 2021 and the first eight months of 2022, especially among the young and fit, strengthened his grave concern and suspicion. So now it says in September of 2022, after a thorough investigation of the growing volume of data, he came to his conclusion. The conclusion was the COVID mRNA vaccine has likely played a significant role or been a primary cause of unexpected cardiac uh, cardiac arrests, heart attacks, strokes, cardiac arrhythmias, and heart failure since 2021 until proven otherwise. His conclusion, including his precise verbal formulation of it, was identical to the conclusion drawn by Dr. Peter McCullough. So uh, there we have some correlation between the opinions of some very well-respected people. I mean, appeal, appeal to authority is a wrong. thing. Yeah, we they're hope wrong. that they're wrong. Yeah, we hope that uh, that that this is wrong. But if if there is a correlation there, again, it, it's if we don't have a justice system, folks, to uh, to aid us in making this right, we have to make it right on on a local level. We have to take control over our own in, our own bodies and then the bodies of uh, those are encouraging those around us to take control of their bodies too and sending up against taking this stuff um, if it's going to harm people in this way. So, but you, folks, you can see uh, our own Chris Graves is upset by this because he has somebody in his life too that could have been affected by this. So, you know, we all hope that the, the, for those of you out there that have, you know, taken this shot or know people in your life that have taken this shot, that this isn't what happens to you. But it's good that there's doctors out there that are at least brave enough to say that something like this may be happening. And, you know, we, we want that uh, if, if there is something out there that's causing this, that we could stop it as soon as we can. Um, that's the only thing that we could really hope for. So, um, John Henry, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn it to you for, uh, for some final thoughts for this week. Oh, man, we got a lot of moving pieces going on. You know, I think it'll just be interesting to see how things unfold moving forward, um, as it always is. Um, ah, we covered a lot, man. We covered a lot of ground tonight. 
I just, I just want to go back to the kids piece of it because we talked about that a lot, yeah. and um, you know, and, and just their association with big pharma and, and how they prey on these children and, and parents. Um, guys, if there's any one thing that you need to stand and fight for, it's this. This is our future. I mean, they are just fucking distorting reality for children. And when you look at the construct that they're establishing, you wonder why there's so many children that claim to be trans. Um, they, they they claim to be bi, they pansexual, gender fluid, right? It's all a result of influence from teachers, um, from adults that have just lost their fucking mind. So stand for it, man. Stand for it. it it's so, so important. And... You know, when you go back to Matt Walsh again, man, that guy is is fighting and, and says that he will fight until the day he dies to stop this thing from taking place. Um, if you live in a liberal city, leave. Uh, leave Canada. Go somewhere else. That place is fucked. And, um, man, that's about it. Just we're hanging on for dear life, guys. But just get a fucking grip on it. And, you know, at the very least, when you see that, even though, it, look, the, the likelihood of something seriously coming out of the investigation in the Biden family is probably pretty slim as much as I hate to be pessimistic. Uh, at, le at least it's a conversation that's being had. And I feel like that's a positive direction for all of us. And, you know, I love Jim Jordan and, you know, he came out and made a statement and said, um, I'm putting my money where my mouth is. I told you we were going to do it if we got the house and we're doing it. Um, outside of that, just keep an eye on things, man. So the attorney general, um, in the state of Arizona, uh, wants to take a hard look at the, uh, the elections there in the issues with the ballot machines. I think another interesting thing is, uh, you know, Lauren Boebert or Boebert in Colorado, you know, there was about a 550, uh, vote discrepancy between her and the gentleman she was uh, running against and that triggered an automatic recount, but he conceded instead in lieu of having the recount, what are they trying to hide, right? I mean, the guy spent millions and millions of dollars in this campaign, and he said it's because he didn't want to cost himself or the taxpayers any more money for the process. But you're not going to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars and then just give up, you know, unless there's something to be found if that recount was to take place. Um, so I'm hoping for the best, man. I am hoping for the best, and uh, truly it's what we have right now. You know, uh, the other thing too is guys understand that even if you disagree with the people around you, it's okay to do that. You know, and I think we had a good example of that today on the show and, you know, you can still love those people. So especially leading into Thanksgiving and the holidays and, you know, look, you're going to most likely be around family members that, uh, vehemently disagree on some topics, especially things like vaccinations. And, um, so just try to find a way to navigate through it objectively, try to educate people. Um, you know, that's your responsibility that, you know, that's how you make a difference in this world on a small scale is just do it by starting with your family and friends. And that doesn't mean you come in and go, this is the be all end all. And you're a fucking idiot if you don't understand that, but just, it, it's the art of subtlety, I think is incredibly important and the art of communication. And unfortunately that's a dying art, right? Because we have so much communication and it's just straight bullshit and, and misconstrued. But also when you look at the younger folks out there, they don't communicate verbally anymore. Everything is online. Everything is through apps. Everything is on video games and remotely. So that, that in-person dialogue is incredibly important. So, you know, communication, 
um, we have to keep that alive and our abilities to objectively communicate. So I appreciate everybody coming on. Appreciate you boys. Love you guys. And uh, hang in there, everybody. We're fighting a good fight. Thank you, John Henry. And I was going to say, like, just to, to put an exclamation point on the communication part of this whole experiment of this show is that, you know, we, we tend to put the sources in front of your face. So anytime that we discuss things like this, we like to have articles, documents, videos, anything that we can provide to show people the evidence of where we derive our opinions from. So, and that if you're going to discuss things like that with people, um, use our source list for that. So go on Substack, look up number six, uh, subscribe there. And then each week when we have these conversations, if you want to send an article to somebody that you know um, about what we talked about, you know, just don't just say to them, you know, hey, I heard uh, this one time on this guy's podcast that I don't know much about um, that he said this. Instead of doing that, you, you can have a better conversation by, you know, sending them the article. Read read through it yourself. Understand the, the material. Do your own research and look into these things yourself and become stronger uh, with that information. Uh, that's what we encourage here. So um, I want to thank our contributor, Chris Graves, uh, for being part of this broadcast. Thank you very much, brother. Uh, we love you. We love you having, uh, having you as part of oh, this. I know uh, this final words or anything. I mean, you're allowed. Thank you for uh, obliging me, and uh, I'll oblige you, baby. Hopefully, uh, in the coming year, I have a lot more to offer. That's all. Thank you. Well, Lisa says, buckle up next Sunday, and also and financial support um, documents on Pacer. We definitely need some uh, documents on Pacer, and in order to. Re- get those documents we have to pay for them so those of you out there that are feeling generous check out our donation links in the description so and with that until we meet again and until we are free we are the new prisoners thank you for listening to the new prisoners let us know what you think about this week's topics on our minds page and substack or leave a comment under our video on bitshoot odyssey rumble and brideon You can also risk being shadow banned, suspended, or permanently banned on Twitter and Instagram with us, or speak freely with us on Gab. Please feel free to share your own sources with us, and remember to share the information we provided you here. You never know what kind of difference it could make. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, email thenewprisonernumber6 at protonmail.com, provide a brief description of the topic or topics that you would like to discuss, and a screener will contact you. You can always choose to appear anonymously. And you can also donate to The New Prisoners through anchor.fm slash the new prisoner number six slash support. There you can make a monthly donation of 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. We also have a subscribe star where you can make a one-time or recurring contribution at subscribestar.com slash the hyphen new hyphen prisoners, or you could donate US dollars and crypto to us on Mines and Odyssey. All donations go towards studio upgrades to make more content and advertising to spread the word about the show. Every amount is appreciated. Demand answers, not orders. We are the new prisoners. <laughs>